Welcome to Foodie for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. We are reporting live from the United States of Trumplandia, the world's <laughs> newest dictatorship. How are you doing, Solomon? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. It's been a little while since yeah. we put out an FFT. Yeah. But we're going to try to do it more regularly now. We've been bogged down with work and other You've stuff. You've been, uh, being a high school sophomore, is yeah. a lot more homework than, uh, than being, last year. Than being a high school freshman, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling generally about, um, well, let me ask you a question. For those who are listening who may think, well, maybe Footy for Two kind of petered out for a while there because Solomon grew less enthusiastic about football. Is that the case? You're local for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> You're wrong. No. So that's a no. How, but, how would you measure your enthusiasm generally for football now compared to, let's say, three, six months ago? I, I, w- I would say you couldn't get any stronger, but after the Euros compared to six months ago, it got stronger after being there for That's it. true. You, the Euros really did yeah. pump you up. So yeah, we're going to try to be back much more often now. We're aiming for at least once a week. Um, I know the 100-player project is what I want to talk about first. Let's hear The top 100 players for this 2017 calendar year. We talked about doing it last year for variable reasons. It didn't work out. Um, but we're going to bring it back. Email me at footyfortwo at gmail.com to be involved in the research. There's going to be a lot more explanations soon. Pretty much we're going to have a team of a lot of researchers. Last year we had like 60 volunteers. Um, we're going to make a definitive list of our top 100 players for 2017 calendar year. The reason I want to do it is because I have, and I assume a lot of our listeners have, so much football knowledge that why not put it to use in some interesting, thoughtful way that could be fun. I think that sounds great. Thank you. So the idea is to assemble the list of the 100 best players around the world, some of whom presumably will be on much smaller teams. Yes. What level, how far down do you think? I mean, realistically, obviously there, there will be some second-tier um, uh, players, second league le- players, but could there even possibly be a third tier player? Probably not. There will be, like you said, second tier, there will be probably a few from the English Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to look at... But not like the third league in Turkey, presumably. Probably not, no. We're going to look at all the big European leagues, all the big South American leagues, and we have a lot of people who I know would help, and I think it could be really fun. Briefly, I know this is not what we're planning to talk about today, at least much, but NYCFC kind of flamed out Ugh. in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was USMNT. Yeah, well, that too. But wait, before we move on to that, um, would you just assess for me, you know, NYCFC in some ways had a very, very, very successful season. They made the playoffs in their second yeah. year in the league. Um, they finished second in the East. They had a good position. Then they really got blown out by yeah, Toronto. Toronto. Um, and then uh, after the season, Lampard, who ended up being a really solid contributor, decided. I, I know he didn't retire. Right. Stephen Dreyer retired, and I love him so much. Right. So, what's your feeling about NYCFC, their accomplishment this year, and then looking forward to next year? Um, I think it was very good this year. Something great to build off of. I'm excited about Patrick Vieira. He could be a great young coach, and I think he will eventually make a tier up. Mm-hmm. I, I think that city sent him here to coach us because Man City, he was before this one of the big coaches in the youth academy mm-hmm. after spending the last year or two of his career Do you there. think he's essentially being groomed as the replacement for Pep Guardiola? You know who? Maybe yeah. not that soon, but definitely eventually because the city football group, the group that owns all these clubs, has a long-term project right but i mean this is only this is only pep this is pep's first season assume yeah. he stays three years which is what he usually does this is right contract. four think- at barca three at bayern and his contract is for three at city you think Vieira would be ready for the prem in two more years of nycfc or no 
for the Prem, yes, for a club of this size with now having this identity they want to have, I don't know, because he's a Premier League legend. He's one of the greatest midfielders ever to play there. He knows the Prem better than anyone else. Can I ask you a question? What was Zidane's uh, managing experience before taking over Real Madrid? He was, this is actually really funny. For one year at Real Madrid, I think he was Ancelotti's assistant. Mm-hmm. Then he technically was assistant manager mm-hmm. of the Real Madrid B team. Everyone thought he was a real manager, though, and everyone said he was. But it turns out he wasn't because he actually didn't have the correct coaching credentials yet. But isn't that, of just, isn't that just a formality? I mean, Not isn't that really. just te- uh, paperwork, essentially? No, I mean, you have to take actual courses. I know, but does it prohibit you from actually doing anything? From other? having a job, from having the title, yeah. From the title, but you could de facto manage, right? Yeah, and, he, and then eventually he did get the... But yeah, this was his first major club. And you know another coach who only managed a B team before taking on a big club? Um, no, but give me a hint. We were just talking about him. I'm very ashamed of you for not knowing this. Um, you're ashamed of me for not knowing it. We were just talking about it earlier, to, before the show, presumably. No, on the show. Oh, on the show? Uh, Pep. Yes, he only managed yeah. a Barcelona B team. Uh-huh, interesting. Oh. So sometimes you can see... The future and the talent. Okay, so MLS, we don't know as of now. We don't know who's going to win. It's going to be Toronto. Who is it? It's Toronto. Uh, the second leg might be going on right now of uh, Galaxy, so- of Sounders Rapids. I'm currently looking it up, so can I get a drum roll? <laughs> right now it's, oh, yeah, Seattle just won. Oh. 3-1 on aggregate. They're going to the final. Um, Against? Um, either... A Canadian team, the Rapids, the, not the Rapids, the Toronto or Montreal Impact. Um, and how would you feel about a Canadian team winning MLS? Would you feel that's a great victory for our friendly neighbors to the north? Is this Seattle basically Canadian? They're they're way up there. <laughs> they're, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Wait, one quick thing. I know the day after election day or yes. on election night, do you know the Canadian immigration website actually crashed? I've heard that several times, and I do wonder if it's actually true. It is, I saw. It's the kind of thing that... Uh, Americans make up. I love my country, <laughs> though we elected a uh, racist Oompa Loompa. <laughs> All right, so... Where I don't do really like getting into politics, though. So We went over, we talked about MLS a little bit. U- USMNT? You, yeah. Jurgen Klinsmann, some people say it wasn't a success. I think it was a great success. For five years... Which is a long time for manager. He won a gold cup or two. I forget how many it was. I think it was two. Or no, I think it was one. Um, he got us to the World Cup last 16 of the group of death. And he advanced the U.S. program as a whole. So I think he was very good. I think it was time for him to go. I'm excited to see Bruce Reed in the back. But I think it did work out. But, but let me ask you this. If you're of that mind that his tenure was a success because he did, there was progress, there was... There were, it could have worked out better. He also obviously instituted a lot of new ideas. He was yes. bringing over a lot more, you know... Fitness, dietary. Fitness and diet, but also the kind of players that he chose, including yeah. all those German-born yeah. Americans. Which I think would not have happened with another manager. Arena's previously said that he's not... He has a, doesn't want far more players. He backtracked those and said, "Home brace all eligible players." Which is important. Fair enough. Here's my question, though: If you if you declare the Klinsmann era a success, this is not a yes or no answer, obviously. But if you declare the Klinsmann era a success, in part because of the accomplishments and in part because of the new things that he tried, wouldn't you inevitably have to say that going back to Bruce Arena is a kind of capitulation or a de- declaration that the Klinsmann era wasn't as successful as you might want to say? I see your point, but no. First of all, there are three managers off the top of my head who would be viable to, and, eligible, and realistic to manage the USMNT. Klinsman just left. 
Bob Bradley, coaching in Prem, which we'll get to soon. And Bruce Arena, who's an American legend. Why only three viable? There must be a million. The, you know, yeah, I, after saying that, I admit that's crazy. But because <laughs> uh, there are good coaches. Jason Christ, I would like to see for MSCFC. Where is he now? Uh, I feel like he might. I, I don't want to say because I feel like I might be Walmart, wrong. maybe? No, he's, he is coaching MLS again. He, he didn't is? go back to Real Salt Lake, did he? I no, thought he was oh, from Kansas City. Is where he, he was at Real Salt Lake. Uh, I think he was just hired, actually. Can you guess? Uh, I will say he's just been hired by the Columbus crew. No. Tell me. Orlando City. Ah, interesting. Okay. Uh, well, that'll be fun for our rivalry yeah. next year. Well, I year. think Arena commands immediate respect from players, which is always important because it's for a national team where you don't spend that much time with your manager. Um, good honestly, point. I don't have a good answer. I'm trying to sound smart, but I don't have a good answer. Well, I like that you're enthusiastic about it. Um, how would you declare, of, of all your fandoms, okay, so you've got NYCFC slash MLS, yeah. you've got... Barcelona slash La Liga, you've got, um, you don't have a real team in the Prem. You follow a lot of teams, but you follow the Prem probably more closely than any other league. Yeah. How would you rank your enthusiasm for and devotion to the U.S. men's national team? Obviously, it's less than Barca. Well, I'll put it this way. During the World Cup, and you've seen this, it's as much as it, I'm just as into it as I am for a big Barca match. You know what? You and I were just talking. Was it last night at dinner? Yeah. About maybe, possibly, maybe, maybe going to Russia for 2018 World Cup. So, and we were that saying, was beautiful. <laughs> and we were saying, was it for the food last night delicious? I started to go off topic. That was delicious. That is off topic, but the food was delicious. Mm-hmm. We, we had a really nice family, just the Dubner Four, going out to dinner Saturday night, which is kind of a rare thing for us. I don't know why we don't do that more often. It was just like, hey, let's go out and celebrate, celebrate. Me. That we just had Thanksgiving two days earlier. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy late Thanksgiving. And happy very late Thanksgiving to our Canadian friends. There you go. But I think. I but um, we were just saying how going to the World Cup in Russia could be actually really fun. That we hadn't really at all thought about it. But the more we think about it, especially because we had such fun at the Euros yeah. this past summer. But then we were saying, well, it'd be really fun to put together a group of people to go. Maybe FFT, maybe we can put together an FFT group. How, how awesome would that be? That'd be pretty awesome. And we can, uh, obviously there's a long way to go, but... And I speak some Russian. Yeah, one word that's apparently will get you punched in the face by... Should anyone. I say it? I, you should My mom lived in Russia it. for six <laughs> years as a photo journalist, so she taught me a little bit of Russian. Yeah. I, would you call it conversational? You're Russian? I would. I would. You're uh, Russian conversational? No. no. You're Russian uh, conversational. Let me think. Yeah. That well, means, of course, da. Uh, yes. Good? Da. That's what that's what Vladimir Putin said when he heard who the U.S. had elected. Da, it's time to sit up my big horse and look manly. <laughs> About uh, do you know Spasiba? Bolshoya? I hope I don't. I hope I don't go. Dis- I hope I don't disappear after that. Mm. Do you know Spasiba Bolshoya? I so heard it. Hand me that pen. Pencil or pen or scissors? Uh, scissors. Oh, I don't. ah, Spasiba Bolshoya. Does that mean thank you very much? There you go. Okay, so you're learning every day. Yeah. Um, but wait, question is, should people start writing to you to organize a, a long off World Cup trip to Europe, to Russia? If you're into it, why not? We would love to. All right, what's the email address again? Footyfor2 at gmail.com. Footyfor2 at gmail.com. Write, write to us if you have, uh, granted, this is all very, write very... Write to us if you want to talk anything about football, because we love talking to new football fans. We should say that you do. You do too. I don't even see that email. That's true. Yeah, people write to us thinking they write to you too, and I do show you everything that pertains to you. 
But yeah, I love to read me. emails. I just don't have much time to respond. You don't. But you're a pretty good responder. Yeah. I yeah. Am. All right. So, but anyway, I think that could be. I mean, look, that, this is almost two years off, but you can't plan too early. You know what they say about planning, don't you? What do they say? I think Benjamin Franklin said it. He said, "By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail." I like that, but. But what? Oh, I thought there was a butt coming. I know. I to Everybody's got a big butt, <laughs> as they like to say. All right, that, that was Ben Franklin, too. <laughs> well, he was looking around at George Washington <laughs> and Jefferson. These guys did have really big butts. Do you know Jefferson was a ginger? I did not. And it was Anne Hamilton. Is that right? Yeah. A pair of gingers. Well, it just shows you that they and Alexi Lawless are... Don't talk about Alexi Lawless. You really don't like Alexi Lawless, do you? You know what? You know, I like him now. Can I, you can know I... what? I have a problem with not liking things. Yeah, you do. And... Sometimes I have reason to. I don't have a reason not to like Alexi. No, Alexi, you don't. I'm sorry for everything I've said about you. I like you. You're you're a USMNT legend, and you're very important in the American football. You know community. what I think? And I like you very much now, and I wish you the best in life. And I hope to interview you one day. You know, I was going to say, I think you should try to have him on the show. I think that might really. Alexi, come here. And can I tell you something? Let me speak seriously for yeah. a moment about the election. I don't want to talk about politics because no, I hate it, and also because there's just been so much, you know, ill will and yeah. etc. But one thing that shocked me. Um, and I think pointed toward uh, a potential remedy to some degree is the day, uh, I guess it was the day after the election when Trump went to the White House and sat down with Obama and they had a long meeting. The thing that emerged from that that shocked me was, tell me. They've never met each other. They've never met each each other. other. They'd never sat down. They'd never had a real conversation together. And it's so much easier to vilify the other person, any other person, if I think Trump had had more to apologize for in that case. I'm going to put it right out here. I love Barack Obama 100%. He, I love him so much. He Obama had a lot of bad stuff to say about Trump for good reason. Trump attacked Obama. We'll get to it later. All that may be true. That's not my point. My point is this. When in the world it's so easy to just foment this kind of, um, you know, hatred for people who are a little different than you. Who they, like different things. They like, exactly. I'm they sure like different things. I'm sure 5% of your Madrid fans are fine people. <laughs> I would like to think that maybe a year from now, as you mature, I'll you'll think 10. that maybe seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being real. Let's get into the football. We have, we've, we've been talking a lot, but we haven't talked about the real meat. Let's go. Let's talk about some meat. Premier League. Burnley lost at home to one of Manchester City. A grace for a brace for Aguero, who ties to Costa in the Golden Boot race at ten apiece. Isn't it a little early to talk Golden Boot? Never. Okay. Um. Leicester, the defending champions, draw two two at home to Middlesbrough. Mm. Alvaro Negredo got a brace for Middlesbrough. Uh, I think on either side of a penalty goal from Leicester's Algerians, Mares, I think around the thirty minute mark somewhere in there, and Slimani in the ninety fourth to save a draw. So three years ago, Leicester probably would have been very happy to draw. Well, Middlesbrough probably wasn't in the Prem three years ago, were they? Neither was Leicester. Oh, good point. Okay. Uh, X years ago, Leicester would have been happy with a home draw against Middlesbrough, but now as defending champion, mm-hmm. how do you feel? How, if you're a Leicester fan this year, what do you tell? When the about? Champions League groups knockout stage. Well, that's true. That's that is, and how? I mean, look, Leicester's 14th in the Prem right now, 14th place, but they're having a very, very good Champions League run so far. So, as a Leicester fan or as a fan of football who loved the Leicester story, how do you, uh, you know, kind of do the balance the ledger there? You got to be excited but also upset because the Champions League story is great, but in all honesty, they're not going to win it. I, they're not going to win it. You, they're not going to win it. What would be a satisfying Champions League outcome? Round of 16 is good for them. They've won the group, so 
They're not going to get that hard a team, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could get a Real Madrid, actually, if Dortmund wins the group without losing to Real Madrid in their next game. Imagine for a moment that Leicester draws Real Madrid. Could you imagine Leicester winning or no chance? No. Okay. You know what I would like to see, but not really because this would involve Real Madrid winning games which I never want to see. <laughs> Tell me. Real, to win the group, Real has to beat Dortmund in their next game. If they don't win, they finish second. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already clinched the knockout spot. Yeah. Um, I like the one thing that'd be good about Real winning is I w- I want nothing more than to see Re- uh, Dortmund play Leicester, two of the most exciting counterattack mm. games in the world. That'd be that one of the most fun. exciting games in history of football. Let me ask you this: Of course, um, which top tier team that's in the Champions League now could you see Leicester beating? Real Madrid easily. Well, you just said they're no. horrendous. You just said they're no. horrendous. <laughs> okay. No, I'm um, moving on. Let's knock out the rest of the Prem. Uh, Liverpool beat Sunderland two 0 to. Go to second place. Uh, late, well, seventy fifth minute, beautiful goal from the sub Divock Origi, who uh, Liverpool is having a very steady, a steadily yeah. good season. Origi came on for the injury Coutinho, which looked bad. I haven't mm-hmm. heard about the injury yet, but it looked bad. Yeah, um, and a ninetieth minute Milner penalty sealed it off. Swansea beat Crystal Palace five to four in Bob Bradley's first win. So the is Premier that the league. first win for an American manager in any major European league ever? I'm not sure. I'm I'm surprised you don't know. know that fact. I don't think it is. No? I, I don't think so. Is he the first American manager in the Premier League? Yes. So this is the first win for an American manager in the Premier yes, League, sir. at least. Yeah. Um, and did the uh, American sports uh, writing industry, sports industry, take much note of it? Not that much outside of football. Okay. Uh, for Leroy Fair, who I just dropped from my fantasy team, which I don't want to talk about at all, had a brace <laughs> for Swansea as Gilfie Sigurdsson scored and a 91st and 93rd. He's not Icelandic, is he? He is, of mm. course he is. Mm-hmm. A 91st and 93rd minute goal from Fernando Llorente equalized and won it. Uh, Chelsea Spurs. Chelsea had a two-comeback win over the Tottenham Hotspur, mm. Premier League's last unbeaten team to go top of the league. Beautiful goal from uh, Christian Eriksen before our beloved Pedro and then Victor Moses who's been linked with Barca, which is probably just bullcrap. Uh, Eric, uh, Spurs have not won in at Chelsea since when? 1990. Unreal. Yeah. Okay, so the top four in the Prem right now are Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal with Tottenham. Uh, let me see, Spurs in fifth and Man U in sixth, Everton seventh. So things have really reverted to, yeah. I mean. Let's keep going. Okay, let's keep Arsenal going. Arsenal beats Bournemouth three to one. Mm-hmm. Alexis Sanchez scored a brace. Good for my fantasy team. Theo Walcott scored. Uh Bournemouth goes to Caleb Wilson penalty. How are you feeling about Bournemouth? Or, um, they're going to stay up. Okay, they're in 12th right Which now with 15 points in 13 matches. Okay. Um, um, Man U draws one with West Ham. An early goal from Diafa Sacco off a beautiful Dimitri Payet free kick for um, West Ham. The goal went in literally two seconds after I turned on the TV. Mm-hmm. Like when I turned it on, Payet was the free kick was in midair, so that was pretty cool. There's not no feeling like turning on game and saying goal score right away, is there? You're good at that. I'm pretty good at that. I could go turn on the TV right now and we'd see like some South Korean B League team score immediately. Do you want me to try? Do you want me to try? Yes. Look at that. Amazing. Oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Here, I knocked you off your chair. Yeah, I just fell off my chair and woke up the dogs. Now, you. uh, I think I got a strain left buttock. uh, Do you remember how that happened to? Douglas, you remember him? Barca's joke signing. Whatever happened to he was Douglas? on loan at he's on loan at Sporting Gijón. He was excited to play against us for them when he was on loan. And then of course, because they're a low budget team, they were traveling by bus and he was sleeping in a weird position and he strained uh, his butt. On the bus. Don't you hate it when you strain your butt? I do, especially on the bus. You know what would be a fun game to play sometime, you and I, no, when I we're when we're bored. Um, is I would name a body part 
and you would name a player who injured it and how. Oh, I name one right now. Elbow. Don't know. Really? There's one part I, I want. On the very first. There's one, one part I want you to name. But I think you're gonna say it, say it on air. And the answer is Steven Gerrard. Read his autobiography. It's a good book. Oh, really? Is it a is it, it a something about Mary type of in, in, injury? Did you ever see something about? Oh, Mary? that is a good movie. Yes, <laughs> it, it, he severed it against Bournemouth. What? I know it's very disgusting. All right, let's let's I, move I, right along. Now, wait. I think you left something. We're exciting. talking about talking about his finger, of course. Uh, I think you left something exciting out of the Man U match. Ibra. No, no. Uh, Ibra did score. I said that. Yeah, not what I was thinking. That piece of ugly poo. Mourinho got sent off for the second time this season for uh, getting into the ref for booking Pogba for a supposed dive, and then he refused to go to the post game press conference, which is annoying. Now, how do you feel Mourinho's season will end up? Right now, uh, it looks like Man U is at twenty points after thirteen. I think we'll make the top four. You do. I uh-huh. do. And what will it take for him to consider it a success? Top four B, you think he'd be pleased with that? He doesn't have a record of winning this league in the first season. Mm-hmm. He wants to win the league, and he says he wants to. I think they should be winning after the signings they made, but we'll see. Okay, so that's the Prem. Moving on. Yeah, let's go to La Liga. Let's go to La Liga. Barcelona beat Real Sociedad 7-0. Oh, I have uh, to say, so I did see wait, someone so tweeted. Barca beat Sociedad 7-0, you saw, right? <laughs> Um, no, they did not, and you'll straighten it out in a minute. But I did see that someone tweeted or wrote to us at some point that said, oh, are you stopping FFT I saw just because Barca's in second place? So His name are is Quaid you? Peterson, yeah. and Quaid, if I find you, <laughs> I will hurt you. So, Solomon, are you? Uh, uh, did your enthusiasm for FFT wane because Barca's not no, been? No, it didn't. All right. So, so yeah, we drew one with Sociedad. We have not won there in nine up. years. Let's catch people up. For people who may be relying on you for their Barca, um, you know, general updates, how's Barca looking so far this season? Eh, we won the group in the Champions League. That's good. Mm-hmm. But we won the Spanish Super Cup. But we're six points behind Real Madrid in La Liga after drawing one win at Real Sociedad, where we have not won... In nine years, William Jose, who I've liked, I've said it all year. Not here, but I have said it. Great Las Palmas last year. New signing scored their goal, and Messi scored a great equalizer. But uh, It looked for a while after the equalizer in like the 55th or 56th, Barca looked. Uh, but, we, we equalized in 59th. But Sociedad, they, they, were were, they dominated. Yeah, they were coached by former Barca B manager and midfielder Eusebio, who just knows the philosophy and knows how to coach well. How does so? You said Barca has not won at Sociedad in nine what, years. Nine years. What about Real Madrid? I don't think they won there last year, but not that long. Yeah. Let's just get through this so we can get to the Clasico, which I'm dying. Please. To get. We'll get through this and a few other leagues, and we'll go into a real Clasico preview. Okay. Um, Real beat Sporting two one off of Ronaldo Brace, so of course, which is a penalty because he can't score more one going in a game without penalty. I love how when Ronaldo yeah. scores a penalty, it's just like Ronaldo scores a penalty. When Leo scores a penalty, then Leo scored a penalty. Because it's harder for Leo. <laughs> <laughs> He's so short. Hey, wait! You did tell me something. You came running in the other day and you said I found the oh, perfect yeah. statistic. This is a stat that ends the Messi Ronaldo <laughs> argument. Ronaldo, the most goals he scored, not in a season, but in a calendar year, is sixty nine. Okay. The most goals Messi scored in a season is 73. That just ends it. It ends it. Okay, let's go. Uh, Atletico beat one at Osasuna, 3-0. Godin Gamero crossed the score. Who's Osasuna? Are they newly promoted? Yeah, they're, they're always up and down. They're from and, Pamplona. And, okay. Right. Uh, Villarreal had a surprising 2-0 loss at home to Alaves, who's beat Barca this year at home. Mm-hmm. Villarreal fell off fourth. Bundesliga, Red Bull. Hey, wait a second. Um, former Barca player, no, Danny Alves. What happened? Uh, 
We're sorry, Dan. He broke his leg in the UA's 3-1 loss to Genoa, which we'll get to soon. Her fracture is out for about four months. Oh, boy. Um, sad. Red Bull Leipzig in Germany, who was only promoted a year or two ago, I think. I could be completely wrong. Beat Freiburg 4-1. This is another one of the Red Bull teams. Like Salzburg and... Um, how many Red New Bull? New Jersey, not New York, is New Jersey. How many Red Bull teams are in? It, wait, are there more than one in the Bundesliga? No, Salzburg is Austria. Come on, Steve. Oh, sorry. Okay, yep. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, so they're first place, three points over Bayern, who beat Bayer Leverkusen two one. Thiago Hummel scored on either side of Hakan Chahanoglu's goal, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, and uh, Dortmund is in seventh after losing two one to Frankfurt. Mm. Uh, Serie A, Milan, AC Milan beats Empoli Hey, back up. How's your friend uh, Christian Pulisic doing? He's unbelievable. He's the future of the USMNT. You should interview him for this show. If I'll try. Pretend you have him right here, and you have one. You have time for one. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and you have time for one question. What's the one question you want to ask Christian Pulisic? Well, it's one that I sh- I'm sure he's been asked, but I'll ask it anyway. How do you feel knowing that all of U.S. soccer has their hopes on you to carry our <laughs> team forward and to make America great again in football? That's a tough question. I know. What? How do you think he'd answer? Have you seen him enough? Have you seen he, him? He's very enough? poised. Yeah. Yeah, but he's I mean, humble. Do you think he'd give a, an answer? I mean, I'm guessing the answer he would give is something like, oh. I, I feel great about it. Or, or no, oh, it's not on me. Exactly. Every, everyone has to help. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Milan beat Empoli 4-1 in Serie A. Juve lost 3-1 at home. Juve lost? At 3-1 at Alert home, the media. I think, to Genoa. Wait, yeah. We are the media. <laughs> uh, how's Juve doing? They're still... They're still four points ahead, like okay. you do in the league. Yeah. Uh, Brace scored by Giovanni Simeone, who is Diego Simeone, Atletico Madrid manager's son. Wow. Wow. Um, Diego played a lot for Inter and Lazio in Italy. He scored against Juve a few times, and, everyone, and apparently before the game he told us that scoring against Juve, Juve is in our blood. And Roma beat Pascar 3-2. Unbelievable. Let's go to Ligue so we yep. can so after this we can get into our classical preview. Let's do. Okay. Uh, PSG, only game we're going over, beat Lyon 2-1, and they're and within one point of Nice at the top, who was led by Super Mario Balotelli. Wow. How, how did Mario return to such form? I'm not. I mean, I it's not like he was... So badly out, he just would. It, he falls out of favor. Is that what happens? No, no. He played like forty games, something for the Liverpool score like once or twice or something. Yeah, but what, what, what? Happens? He do, he he has world class talent, but he doesn't work hard enough. It's really that simple. It's mm-hmm. really sad. Yeah, it's sad. How old is he now? Twenty five, I think. It's, um, he has no chance. Do you think he could make it in the MLS? That's a big question. No, come on. I honestly don't with his attitude. I don't think he could. Really? I think skill. Do you think you have to have? Uh, where, who who are we hearing talk about? Um, I can't remember if I was with you or not, but talking about American players, how coachable they are um, compared to Europeans. I guess this was in the conversation after um, Klinsmann was let go, which is that, you know, American athletes generally are just really, really, really coachable because I don't know why. Obedience or the way that coaching... If it's obedience, the Germans have to be easiest to coach. (laughs) Well, are they? No, no. Are yes, they? they actually are known to be very easy right. to coach. Okay, so I think we've covered everything we wanted to, you wanted to cover here, except for looking forward wait, to... I need to get... Wait, I have the dog here. She is a magic classical predictor. Can you take a picture of this? <laughs> no, take a picture on my... Take a picture on your phone so we can post this to Twitter of us predicting the classical. Okay, hang on a second. She is sniffing the mic. I know this is a waste of time, but I'm doing it anyway. Oh, she's yawning. Fief, fief. Get her to look in my hand. I like that. Okay, I think we got one there. Okay. Okay, be free. So I know the score of the Classico. She um, told me. Let's hear it. 
Well, shouldn't we talk about the game first? I'm excited because uh, Bale is out for Real Madrid. That's uh, good. If you know the score ahead of okay. time, I'm kind of eager to just get to that. 3-1 Barca. Who scores? Do you really want to know? I do. Two for Neymar. Two for Ney. And three for Javi Mastrano. But <laughs> Mastrano is so good, they're going to take away two. And only of his first Barca goal. No, it's going to be two for Mashi Neymar. almost scored today. Twice. Okay, sorry. Two for Ney. Yeah. And I think it's got to be one for Leo. And uh, who scores for Real Madrid? Marida. You just won't give it. You just won't give it to Ronaldo. <laughs> no, of course not. Okay. Actually, no, Marada's interest, so we'll say Benzema. Now talk for a moment about um, the stakes associated with this. Ooh, so they're 13 we need to games win. in. All right, so We're but- six behind. Granted, we, we almost threw last year from 11 or 12 up or 13 or something crazy, but a nine-point lead at any point of the season is a big lead, and we need to win. Our next episode, maybe, will. should we bring the uh, recorder down Oh, to yeah, the we're going to be recording a lot at Smithfield. If anybody is in New York to watch the Classico, especially, well, it's tricky. The place we go, you kind of need to. We can to, get you in. They love us. Well, we could get one or two people in. If you want to. If Email me at footyfortwo.gmail.com or tweet us at footyfortwo. If you want to come to Smithfield Hall for us, we will probably be on Bean Sports TV. Uh, we were last year. It's really fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, we got almost 1,000 people there at Smithfield Hall. So, Solomon, here's what I have Chelsea. to say. I can't wait for the Classico. All thanks to you. It's not footy for one. It's Vamos Barça. <laughs> it's good talking to you. Footy for two. You too.